Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Can I address the weed issue? <laughs> Can we address the weed get issue? The weed. Can we do that? Get off the weed, <laughs> man. Off the weed. Yes. I'm from Hollis, Queens, bro. New York City. My family's from here. You think I don't have relatives that smoke weed? Please. You think I don't have boys that smoke some weed? Okay. I've never said a word about somebody smoking weed if it ain't costing them money. My issue is how the hell are you sitting there? You worked all your life to get here. And you going to blow six figures, seven figures on weed. Mama I ain't need. never, I've never seen a joint that cost that much in my life. We had to fight to get a meal, yeah. Wrongfully accused, we had to fight to get a pills. That's why we right to get a deal. He on the team, he gotta eat, you know. Spike, spike the skills, fat. Keep it riding for the fam, you gotta light the wooden wheels straight up. But in the past, bad, work up in the trash bag. I'll pass a lot to take the test before I pass class. Yeah. And my family needed bread, I had to come correct. That's why I keep airing it out like I just passed gas. Lowest moment of your life. That's suicidal. I tried to take myself out in Cincinnati, Ohio. Mm. And I didn't, I didn't, no longer want to be here, man. You have to be strongest to, to bypass all of the thoughts that it takes to keep yourself here. You know, I know my mama gonna see this and I love her. What up, what up, what up, teammates? Brandon Marshall here from I Am Mathlete. First, before we move forward, I wanna say thank you so much for rocking with us through the ups and downs. You guys been a true blessing. Without y'all, we wouldn't be here today. And this is big business because it's pertaining to our mental health. You know, on this platform and over the last 10 years, for me personally, you know, we've been talking about mental health and the importance of taking care of ourselves. Especially men out there, we don't have these conversations. You know, better help. You know, want to show some love to them as a partner and a sponsor of this particular episode, really giving us a platform to give back to you guys. There's a lot of times we have these conversations and you guys are like, hey, what can I do? I do the check-ins, but now I want to talk to somebody. Where do I go? Who do I talk to? So BetterHelp, thank you so much for giving us an opportunity to provide a platform for all of our teammates out there that's looking to talk to someone and push their lives forward. If you think you might be feeling depressed, stressed, anxious, or overwhelmed, today's sponsor, BetterHelp, is here to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your convenience, which is important. 
There's a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapists network that gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. A lot of us don't come from places that have the resources you may need to get the help you need. You just fill out the questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with the therapist in under 48 hours. Then you schedule secure video and phone sessions, plus you can exchange unlimited messages, and everything you share is completely confidential. Also know that you can request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime. Join the two million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an expert and experienced BetterHelp therapist. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com backslash IAA. Also, the link is below in the description. Enjoy this episode. Big love, big shout outs to all you guys rocking with us. But also, after this episode, tap in with BetterHelp and take control of your mental health. 80% of life, 80% of sports is all mental. Start there and everything else will follow. Peace. We got Stephen A. Smith here on I Am Athlete. I got a lot of love for you because when players get to a certain level, who holds them accountable? Because we've been in the same locker room. Not seriously. Because the coaches really don't hold you accountable. Only people that keep you accountable is probably the money. Who's paying the checks? Are we going to keep paying this high salary or are we not? And the other part is the media. So when I say media, I want to ask you this. When you hear about the new media, can you define that for us? It's a hard description because different players have different meaning for it. I will tell you what it means to me. Right. It means that the athletes are coming and they're trying to send a message that the manner in which they were represented mm. is no more. Right. Y'all taking over. We're going to make sure that an accurate depiction of athletes is what's being projected. Right. Now to that, I say, bring it. It's not a problem because... This ain't the playing field. I wasn't good enough for that. Right. I wasn't good enough to be a pro basketball player. Never tried to play football. Never tried to play baseball outside of, you know, you know, you know when I was in junior high school. But I know this is my lane. I ain't intimidated by none of y'all. I want y'all to be successful. Y'all got something to say. It don't stop me from commenting about it, though. And the way I go about doing my job is you pick up that phone, you call, you cultivate resources, you develop relationships, you do everything that you can to have your facts in order, et cetera, et cetera. And then outside of that, it's about whether or not your personality is going to shine more than the next person. Right, right. And to me, there's no reason whatsoever for anybody in the media to be taken aback by Kat saying this is the new media. What they saying is we got a voice and we're going to be heard. And to me, I welcome that. Right. I love it. And, and to be quite honest with you, it makes my job easier because right. I ain't got to reach out to y'all to hear from y'all. Y'all talk it. So all I got to do is listen and quote you. But the difference was right. we didn't have a platform back then. That's right. You get what I'm saying? That's so right. let's just say, you know, I go out. For instance, I was here meeting the commissioner. You get yep. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, got in trouble for going to the script club. I went and got some wings, stayed there 10 minutes. Right. He but had you, somebody follow me. But you, I never you agree got, with that. What? About? His story, like when he came to New York, it was cool, go out, get his wings. Listen, he talked to me about it. He said, I, what the hell was you thinking exactly going to get some wings? We're we'll getting into that that's in a exactly second. exactly what I did. But my question, <laughs> right. my thing here is, right. if I had a platform of my own to say, hey, look, in Atlanta, we go to the script clubs to eat wings, maybe it might not been projected the way that you guys projected it. I'm saying you guys, as in mm -hmm. the yeah. old media. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Oh, uh, the old he media. just out here going to another script club, but... 
I didn't have a platform to express myself. So I think that's the biggest difference between the new media and the old media. Well, I'm going to speak for myself. That's why I might be a bit different when I talk about quote unquote new media the way other people do. Draymond Green caught me good because he was bringing up new media. And I'm like, please. And then he says, Mr. Stephen A. Smith, you, you, you want the new media? Right. And he started talking about how I go about doing things. And I was like, damn, you got a point. He got a point. Because when you bring up the fact that, okay, we got a voice now. I remember back in the day when you didn't have a voice. So what did I do? I came to back and I let him know. One of the reasons he was willing to talk to me is I said, yo, whatever you say, I'm going to make sure that gets disseminated. Right, right. When you came to me in the past, I said, whatever you say, I'm going to make sure you heard. You ain't going to get on this platform and talk to me for eight minutes and you're going to see 30 seconds. I'm right, going to make right. sure you and I, we've right, known each for other sure. for years. And right. Same thing with him. So when guys are talking about now we got a voice, what I'm proud of is that I've always been known as a cat that tried to give athletes a voice. Now, that Love don't mean it. I'm going to agree with you now, right, right, but I'm going right. to make sure that your point is heard. And I've learned and I've always known that as real knows real, as right. long as you know, as long as y'all know that this brother is going to give you a fair opportunity to express yourself and to make sure your point of view is heard, that's all most of y'all even care about. Right. What you care exactly about, right. what you're upset about is when people try to twist your shit, they lie, they try to cut it off and misrepresent what yes, they're saying. Right, right. And yes. I've always prided myself in being somebody that would never do that. If you talk to me, you the story. Yeah. Now, when I give my opinion, I give my opinion. But when you speak about you, you have a right for your voice to be more profound than mine. No. And I'm good with that. Yeah, and, 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 and that's how it should be. Yeah. My question for you is, when does it go too far? You understand? Because when we talk about new media, new media, old media, or however you want to classify, there is, to me, mm -hmm. a big conversation, some yeah. big things going on, disruption in the space. Right. But when is it too much? Easily. When somebody's getting personal. Huh. I have nothing right. to do with your personal like life. Answer. <laughs> right. If you ain't in the police blotters, and you ain't in trouble, and it ain't publicized, it's none of my damn business. It's a very simple rule for what? me, okay? It's none of my business. When I'm talking about your game, I could care how you feel. You perform in front of thousands, if not millions. Don't blame me for what you're doing on the field or <laughs> the play. Right. That's on you. But it's how you do that, though. No, 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 that's how you do that. Let me ask you something. Sure. You've been so honest, and, and you're straight honest. You've always been honest. Some people love you. Right. Some people, people hate me. Yeah. Is that some of the reason why it's... I'm going to be straight up with you like I always do. I could give less than a damn. It don't mean nothing to me. Because I know I'm not getting personal. What I'm saying to you is this. If I'm talking about your personal life, man, I wouldn't blame you for wanting to hurt me. Right. That's crossing the line. If you playing a game in front of millions of people and right. I'm talking about your game. Fans, et cetera, that's yeah. on, That's it. Right. You, you put your... That's like me getting getting upset at somebody who has a comment about what I had to say on television. Right. Now, if you're going to comment about my personal life, we got a different problem. Right. <laughs> but if you're saying to me, or if you're going to sit up there and say, hey, you know what? You're a sorry-ass commentator. Okay, then you're entitled to your opinion. If you're going to say I'm a sorry-ass human being, we got a problem. You don't know me. Right. You see what I'm saying? You're talking about what I do, not who I am. There's a distinction. You don't think there's anything off limits when it comes to Shady McCoy, 
He's playing bad right now. Mm-hmm. He he would say he never had a bad game. Okay. <laughs> I can turn on Phil. I never saw one in Philly, but go ahead. That brother put on the show on a weekly basis, but go ahead. Really? Yes. In Philly? <laughs> Hell yes. Wait. Hell yes. <laughs> Two 1,300-yard seasons, one 1,600-yard rushing season. He was balling out in Philly. He was that dude. No question. Yeah, yeah see, Zig, I give him love See, look, the problem is, right, so before this show, we had a production meeting. Right. And these two, you know, <laughs> they said I was biased, right? <laughs> oh, sometimes Stephen A, he too hard. He too, he too this, he too that. Right, right. Now, in the past, we had Kyrie Irving. He was yeah. on the show, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, and that was going to be my question was, like, when it, there's a, to me, there's a. I thought you was a little hard on Kyrie. When it, you talk about and, there's no, there's nothing off limits when it comes to the game. Yes. I disagree. That's Because I know where you're about to go. All I'm going to say is this, and I'm going to let you speak. By the way, it. before you continue. I meant every damn word I said about Kyrie, but continue. So, no, hold on, hold on. So it was Kyrie, it was James Harden, some things about KD. My thing is, because I love some of them players, right? Mm-hmm. And I talked about it earlier before we got on the show. It's like, yeah. yo, who holds him accountable? His job, that's his job. His job is to come over and say this and that. When we have different players I'm just thinking like, yo, how you do it. Just, I don't know what that means. How you, do it, how, do, how you do it, how you do it, Ben Simmons. Can I shit, can I shit? Go ahead, shit. Hold on, tell us about it. Hold on, let me tell us. Time out. If you want me to, I'll go down the list, player by player, with every person that you just brought up to make my case. Start with KD. First of all, to get to your point first, when you talk about there's a way you say things. Right. Michael Jordan came up to me in, like, 2002 or three or whatever, and he was getting on me about something that I said. And he was like, it's the way you said it. And I was like this, can, can, can I have a job? Mm. Oh, oh, shit. Job? oh right. I said, you want me to sound like everybody else? Right. This is how I talk. Now, if I'm faking it, I get you. Okay. I said, every time you see me, I sound the same. Right. That's how I talk. It happens to work for me. Why, why do we have a problem? I said, why not the substance of my word as opposed to the presentation. Right, right, right. So he got my point, and we were cool ever since. But but what I'm saying to you is this. Let's go to KD. KD leaves. I think right now, KD healthy is the best player in the world. I agree. When healthy. 100%. When healthy. I agree. Best yes. player in the world. For sure. Which I've said on many occasions. When he left for OKC, from OKC to go to Golden State, right. which is what you alluded to, I called it the weakest move I've ever seen by a superstar. Because of the big three thing? I meant that Right. I mean it today. Now, I don't mean for people to interpret it as him being weak. Right. I don't mean to imply that he ain't the superstar he is. I'm saying you were in game seven of a conference finals. You lose to that team, and three weeks and later, you play playing for the team. You lose. Do that? What would, thank you so much. What I was trying to say was, and I explained it to him to his face when I was sitting across from him on his show, the boardroom, and I said, you're so phenomenal, so great, that when you joined that team, you dramatically shifted the balance of power in such a profound fashion, competition was non-existent. We knew the moment he arrived in Golden State with Clay and Steph, it was a foregone conclusion. Who fault is that? No, no, hey, I, I no, no. What that. fault is that? What, you, LeBron did it. LeBron, LeBron went to Miami. We act like there was never a big three back in the day before LeBron did it. Gentlemen, gentlemen, let me break this down. You ask, I'm here to answer. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Number one, it's not the same. When LeBron left Cleveland, yes. Cleveland hadn't lost to Miami 
Number one, remember, Golden okay, State. Okay. Golden State. Number two, I, right. number two, even though you had Bosch with D-Wade, right. you had KG, Pierce, Ray Allen, and the crew in Boston. So you still had that. This is true. I'm giving you facts. Go ahead, go, number go. three, number three, again, KD would step. I'm not bringing, I'm not saying fault. Right. I'm saying, now we're talking about the media. We're right. talking about fans. When you're so dominant above the crowd, when you join forces, I ain't talking about being drafted together. And of course, he has a right to do that. But to go to a team you just lost to and to dramatically shift the balance of power where competition was non-existent, I was like this. My whole NBA season is ruined. I know the outcome. But you're mad as a writer, no. Hold on, tell me, tell me. Hold on. As a pundit covering the sport. And what I was saying was, damn, I have no interest in seeing this. It's complete <laughs> domination. So if I said to you, all right, Brandon, you playing for Miami. You playing for Cincinnati. You playing for Philadelphia. And this Super Bowl is going to end like 55 to 10. Right, right. <laughs> The interest is but not But that wasn't there. the case because you still had LeBron and no. oh, LeBron and them found him in the finals. Thank you for bringing LeBron and them in the finals. And if we had some dude that was blocking down <laughs> their shots, the whole hold series would have been they different. They recruited KD. Can hold we talk up. about that? They, they came to go get KD. That's true. KD didn't go over there. Listen, let, let me be clear here. I, I, I'm, I, listen, this is how I feel. I love KD. I would love for KD to sit on the show. But that is tough. As a competitor, as an athlete, dude knock you out the playoffs. It is tough three weeks later to join. But at the end of the day, right. you know, it's it's more that goes into it. Big this business. Is, yeah. But this is oh. what I want, this is what I'm laughing about. But what's the difference, though, this is between what I'm the LeBron move? I just I explained that already about LeBron going like to Miami. I didn't like that. It's answer. not the same. But Bo the how? Just, you said this because of the division, though. But that hey guys, the first year that LeBron went to Miami. They lost to Dallas in the finals. They should have won. I know they, but they lost. What I'm saying to you is, there was no way in hell Golden State was losing. Yes, there was. I'm getting ready to get to that point. LeBron wins, and I often bring this up. LeBron beats Boston in the conference finals. Doris Burke is interviewing him. Okay. LeBron is smiling. We going back to the finals, and then they said, "Now you got KD and Steph." And LeBron goes, "Um." <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even think about that right now. I'm in a good mood. I don't want to stress myself. It was a it's the first time that I saw a concession speech given on the court of an NBA conference final. That's it, the art. He just he he making people believe. Time out, time out, time out. Yeah. It was the first time ever. The conference wasn't packed that right. time, you know what I mean? Hey, yo, yo, y'all. That's the beauty of the technology. It's all on tape. Everybody knows what I'm saying is true. Go watch him. Go watch right. the tape of right. him being interviewed and asked about Golden State's coming yeah, up the finals. Yeah, but he do all of that. You I'm trying to paint the picture. No, no, I'm not, not. I'm saying he knew you had no chance. That, no, you had no that. chance. I'm, I'm, no, he didn't. Everybody knew no, he had no chance. You know, you know, and I ain't saying no names. Right. We had a couple guys sure. knock down some shots. Right. Braun got five rings right we, now. We all know, and y'all know this better than me because all of y'all played on the big-time level. Y'all know y'all say some and then 10 years, 15 years down the line, y'all come back and admit, yeah, that's how I was feeling at that time. Watch when, when LeBron James write his autobiography so, one day, so, when he go talk about that the first time he had to go against Golden State. He knew they ain't had no damn chance. Oh my God. And all y'all did too. Let me, let me Stop it. Stop, Stop it. So when LeBron James, right, right. goes to Miami. And right. I love LeBron. Yeah. Salute, 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 salute. LeBron is salute. LeBron is salute. I got water, I got water. Come on, come on, you can't salute your water. I got coke. Come on, let's go. All right. Here you go. Here you go. So, what you, you drinking? 
Go. So look, you go with the coach. My thing is this: when, when LeBron and uh, Wade and Boss teamed up, right? What you thought the other dudes in the NBA said? The same way he said it, KD and all that. Like, Bo- oh my Boston, god! Boston didn't say that, and clearly Dallas did it. They should lost yeah, that Dallas, Dallas. Clearly Dallas, Dallas did. Dallas. They beat them. Yo, they beat them. Come on, man. You don't have an argument. Pick hey, another hey, wait, one. Wait, you don't wait, have wait. this one. Listen, yes, they did because y'all wait, they went, wait. media. Y'all media, okay. okay. Everybody okay. talking about, oh. They went to three finals. Oh, that was weak. They went to three or four Listen, finals. You know what? Three? I got love for KD. Four, I got three. love for LeBron. Let's LeBron get to more interesting stuff because let's get to the, what y'all really want to get to me about. Let's go. Let's go. Keep let's going. Go. Let you said the next person. The Break next person, who? Kyrie, Ben Simmons, who? Let's start there. When did you go too far with Kyrie? He said he didn't. I don't think he never went I did not. He said he meant every goddamn thing. I did not. I'm my hand of God. You got mad one time, I think because of the COVID. Yes, let me explain. Let me explain. None of us. I didn't see anybody that wanted to take the vaccine. I was one of those people that was nervous about it, too. Make no mistake about it. But you still can't say nothing about it. Hold hold on, man. Hold on, hold on. Before you start, we like to break bread. Sure. Got you some pasta. Shaq's in the city. Thank you so much. Kyrie Irving did not want to take the vaccine. Right. That is not a crime. I got that. My position about Kyrie Irving was that everybody in Brooklyn, because of you, KD was coming to the Knicks. I'm not asking you. I'm telling you what you know. I don't give a damn what he tell you. KD was on his way to the Knicks. All the intel that I received said that he was on his way to New York. Now, in fairness to him, he said that wasn't true. Ask folks that cover the NBA. We were all... Pretty much under the impression he was going to New York City. See, that part Fair don't enough. matter, though, because you're going to say I, what... I, I told him to say yeah, I just so said don't, it. This is what I do know. Nets didn't want Kyrie. KD wanted Kyrie. Oh. Nets... So what's your point let, behind let, it? Let me explain. What I'm saying to you is Kyrie's the reason KD in Brooklyn. Kyrie's the reason Steve Nash in Brooklyn. Kyrie the reason DeAndre Jordan. Love that brother. Good brother. But beyond his prime, got a $40 million deal from the Brooklyn Nets. That's what Kyrie and KD wanted for him the whole nine. Kyrie and them the reason that Kenny Atkinson's out as the head coach. Brooklyn lays out the carpet for you. I'm just telling Kenny you. Kenny Atkinson should have stayed as the head coach? Well, I definitely think so. I think he's better than Nash because Nash never coached on any level. No disrespect to Nash, but he never coached anywhere I don't, I don't ever. Like that either. I'm just saying he doesn't never coach anywhere. But my point to y'all is this is just me. If I got you and you and you to do something, I'm in. Right, all the way in. I'm in. Chips on the table. Because because y'all here because of me. Right. That was my issue. It wasn't that, see, when... But when it it comes to health, making your own decision, Mm -hmm. um, I hear what you're saying. That sound good. But I don't want to take no more shot. Regardless how you're saying, oh, Brooklyn did this. Shit, Brooklyn let his ass in the in, in the stadium without taking a shot to go to the game. Right. You seen him? He right. was damn near on the court, high five. Right. If he had COVID, he gave it to right. every motherfucker. But 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 let me tell you where What's Pac. The let me tell you where the Pac Man I know doesn't have an argument. If Pac Man got the chip on the line, Pac Man gonna take that shot. If Pac Man got Bremarsh <laughs> and Shady right here and Stephen A. and we got a chance to win the chip. You're going to go like this. Shit. I don't want to do this, but I'm going to do it. Right. You know it. 
And that's the point. And see, where, right. you, where you saw me on television getting frustrated right about that. was when brothers act like they didn't know what I was saying. I wasn't talking about no damn vaccine. Right. I'm talking about, yo, the you know what this is. You know you brought it's all us. of this together. Yes. You know what's on the line. You trying to tell me, Tyree, let me, and, you, and, and, and give me credit for this. You've also heard me say he box office. He's he worth that. $50 million a year. He's definitely that. He's a spectacular talent. He's, I said I'd give him $50 million a year. Right. I said I just got to pay him one year at a time because he's a professional and not going said, to work. You, say, you said that. You said he's that. missed 123 games in three years. He's played 103. The man misses work. Right. And so for me, what well, I was saying. You can't saying, count the games with this wait, wait a minute, year with wait a minute, COVID wait a minute. and all that. I can count it if you have a history prior to COVID for missing games. And so what I'm saying is, is that this is no, it, it, it came across as disrespectful because I got annoyed that you people out here coming at me when you acting like you don't know what I'm saying. Right. You know you brought all of this together. Now, I could get raw details, which I would never do to him, but you know how all of this went down. And then you said, nah, I'm out. Now, before the vaccine, what you do? You got hurt. It's the first year that KD out. You got hurt. Yeah, you got hurt and you played 20 games. Do I really, really need to report that you sat up there and told folks, I ain't come here to play without KD? Do I need to do that? Mm. Do I need to no, point out? About it so, tell, tell me, tell me, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Well, you get paid, it was, though. It was, you get paid, though. You get paid. You ain't paid for free now. You paid good 30 million. Right, okay. okay, now, you miss from that February. The season gets postponed and halted because of COVID. Yeah. They want to come back and play in the summer. You come back and play. You, you discouraging cats from playing in the summer. Knowing there's a clause because you're a vice president on a committee. You know there's a clause that allows the owners to rip up the collective bargaining agreement mm. and render all contracts null and void if y'all don't participate in the bubble play in Orlando. But you could encourage your cats to do that anyway, knowing they ain't making the money you make it. Then you turn around, and after the season is over and the Lakers win the chip in October, they come back and resume the season in December. That December, you come back two weeks later because of the riots at the U.S. Capitol. We talked about that. You said you traumatized and you can't play. You need time off. Come on, y'all. So, so. I'm just sitting there, no disrespect to him. So I'm only answering the question because you asked me. Yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is, come on, fellas. Yeah. We know what time it is. So we know, what is it, though? So what is it, though? What, what, what do you mean? So everything that you just said, so what is it with Kyrie? How do you explain Kyrie? Kyrie is a, is a spectacular talent who works hard, works on his craft, conscientious brother, Hearts in the right Smart place dude. off the court. Wants to do good things for good for, for people. Wants to be helpful. Not a bad person at all. But he's got something that all of y'all can speak on. You got certain cats that everything is okay as long as they do it on their terms. <laughs> if you ask them to do it on somebody else's terms, they got a problem with it. Which I respect. When you're an entrepreneur, but when you got your <laughs> hand out for somebody else's money, you got to capitulate to something. Right. You can't just sit up there and do what you want to do. And what, I told, what conversations have we had best? You and I have had it. You and I have, you and I have had it. We've had it. And I said, Joe, it's not just about us. Right. Everybody can't be y'all. A lot more people can be me, 
but I've been blessed and fortunate to achieve stuff most people haven't achieved in this industry. Right. Everybody That's can't right. do that. I got a responsibility right. to look out and not portray or give an image of you thinking you could get away with something I know 99% of the people will never get away with. You got brothers that want to be an NBA player. They will never get away with what Kyrie has gotten away right. with. Why are you acting like it's normal? Like it's okay. Like, oh my God, this is how it should be. And you know what? Hell with that. If I don't like this, this is what we're going to do. Yeah, a few can pull that off. We can look at the athletes in the NBA. Look at what KD's doing with his trade request. Tell me 10 players in the NBA who can get away with it. They not. When they, you say get away, what do you mean by get away? Like you sign a contract and you got a 40, a four-year, nearly $200 million yeah, extension. I'm out of and before one day, you Luka? demanded a trade. Luca. I said give me 10 players. You want me to keep going? It ain't 10. Good. Go ahead. Luka, LeBron, LeBron, Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid, um, Giannis. Mm -hmm. Giannis. Yeah. That's, what, that's it. Kawhi. Steph. Steph no, Curry, please. Hold on, please. What? Please, please. What? Mr. Low Management, Mr. Low Management. Uh, he just, he just, he just got a two-year deal. He just got a two-year deal. You see what he just did? This is why you went on TV because we're at seven right now. His ass trying to deflect really quickly because Steph Curry, Steph, Steph's in there. Uh, John Moran. You think right now? Yes. He's still young. He's nice, but John, I'm saying, yes, he know it too. Hold on, oh, Trey Young. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What's the but question? He, he uh, come on, like What's the question? I said, who can get away with signing a four-year extension and before one day of that contract has been honored, demand a trade? Who could get away with Only it? Like four cats. That was uh, my question. Yeah. Like four cats. Giannis. Giannis. Steph Curry. My only point in is something wrong with is something wrong with is something wrong with him at demanding a trade. Yes. No, it's not. That, I don't think, now no, we, no, now I don't the think show so. has begun. No, I don't, that's yeah, I, don't, I don't believe in that. My thing is, yo, if I'm the best, first of all, if I'm the main man oh on this my team, goodness. right? This is, oh my goodness. People got to sign up our book, not because Kyrie, it's because KD and we're going to bring Kyrie. Okay, no. let's get, what? No, it's that's the not how it happened. No, no. What I'm, what so I'm, wait, wait, Kyrie, I'm talking about Kyrie and, and KD. Come yeah, together. Okay. Kyrie. Every, everybody's excited about Kevin Durant. Right. Right? Guys. No. Listen, right. so I, was, I was excited about both. Time out. Time I'm out. Time I mean, out. Kyrie also, but you got to realize. KD's the guy. Kyrie, bro. A, a, bro he a, he a, well, KD, New like, York top three, top three. Like, sure. So, my thing is, yo, if I don't want to play for this coach, this is my team. This is what I want. Make this happen. Hold on. Hold on. That's nice. Because LeBron going to get that done. Time out. LeBron going to get that done. LeBron got coaches fired. Hold on. Uh, um, um, when, when Ty Lue got a job, what's the dude's name? Blaine? What's his name? Dude from Eric Yer? What's his oh, name? Yeah. Get him out of there. Get him out of there. Never you don't want to do what I want, David coach? Blatt. David yeah. Blatt. Hold on. You don't want to do what I want? Get, get him out of there. LaShawn. Ty Lue, come on Shady. 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 LaShawn. Yeah. Give him some um, water. <laughs> some water. I recall the late, the Cleveland Cavaliers losing in the finals. Who was the coach? It was Blatt. Right. Okay. Okay, so he did coach. Secondly, LeBron James has never demanded a trade. He's fulfilled his contract, and then he left. Number three, hold wants, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Number three, I'm not saying that it's wrong for a guy. This is it. See, when we talk about new media, let me make y'all responsible. <laughs> okay? When you say, when you say it's right for him to ask out of his contract, I'm saying, fellas. 
you're missing what the preface was. The preface was a day before the contract started. <laughs> it ain't like he signed a four-year deal and played the year and won out. He, he, he signed the extension and before one day of it went on yeah. and he said, I want to be traded. What's the problem with what, that? He might have won't go wrong. Like, God yeah, damn, I really didn't want to go there. Uh, Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick. Okay. I'm the, I'm the head coach of the Jets. Right. You get to the press conference. Right. <laughs> I'm Oh, who's the court? No, I mean, no, 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 that's not what he said. He said, I'm that coach in this team, yeah, and he went to right. I'm out of there. What's the difference? What are you talking about? He ain't served the job. Well, Bill Belichick? It's just the same thing. Time like, out, what's wrong time with out, time out. Bill Parcells no, was, was the head coach of the franchise. He retired. Okay. He stepped away. Right. They thought that <laughs> Bill Belichick was the heir apparent, yeah. and he was like, I don't want <laughs> There's a difference. Don't try that with me. I know this stuff. That's number one. He number took two. The job. Number two. No, Bill Belichick took the job. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. He didn't sign on the dotted line, otherwise he wouldn't have been able to leave. Yeah, that is right. KD signed, bro. KD signed. That's number one. Number two. It's real interesting that y'all bring this up because again, what I'm saying is, you're paying attention, and I will be listening to I am athlete. <laughs> when they have those collective bargaining negotiations mm. and the owners are sitting across the table from y'all and you say, remember when you agreed to the contract and then you get the money mm. and ask right out? We going to put a stop to that. No, that, that's not Dude, true. Oh, no, no. That's what exactly. I'm telling you what they're going to do. They're going to ask oh, no, for no, it. I, it's a fight. Let that's me tell you. Oh, no, it's a negotiation. Okay, sure. But okay. not, in, we'll not in the contract. Who has the leverage? No, the players have the leverage. You hear what he's saying? But what uh, he's saying is, what he's saying is, if we sign a deal and we got three more years, if we say, hey, we want to go back to the table, we're not going to get to go back to the table, no. really. We, it's we never happened. My whole thing with this, this is why I got excited and I said that like, the show started for me, is because they can trade us before the contract is up. Sure why can't not. we <laughs> ask for a new deal? Sure. Why can't we ask to be traded because the situation ain't time working? Time out. Time out. They can trade you. At any time. At any time. I got that. You know what they can't do? They can't get away with not paying you if you don't show if you show up to work. What the players that's demanding the trade is implicating or implying is that I ain't coming to work. That's right. Because right, it's right. different, because there's there's right. that's the only leverage you have. The owner, they can sit up there and say, you know what, we drafted you, you outperformed your right. contract. Right. So they should be paying the player, but they saying we're not going to do it, right. and I'm not going to open up. But my you checkbook. twisted my argument. So now you're making me. Now but, you're making but, me but, wait. But but this is why you're in media because you're very good at twisting the argument. You're just going <laughs> up against me. It ain't going to work because that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that KD doesn't have a right to ask out of his contract. I'm not saying that you shouldn't at any point do that. What I'm saying is, my brother, you signed a four-year extension, and one day, I'm not one day, you asking it. for a just trade down, before you. That's how, how breaking it down. He got there, and the, the, the extension didn't Kick into what, the following year? Right, no, no. He signed a contract last summer. Right, there you go. Ky Kyrie was supposed to get his extension. Yep. Yeah. All right? You know what happened with that. Right. James Harden was supposed to get his extension, wouldn't sign it because he knew he wanted out. Why did he want out? Because he, because Daryl Morey's in Philly. But what that got to do with Because Daryl Morey. with Kevin Durant and Kyrie? Easy answer. 
Have you read the stories and have you talked to James Harden and everybody else in Houston about how life was in Houston for James, James Harden under Daryl Morey? I mean, you talk about a beautiful, affluent lifestyle. I mean, it, 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 takes, it, it took it to another oh, level. Yes. This man loves the ground James, James Harden walks on. <laughs> and so the kind of, of, of lifestyle yeah. he had in Houston was nothing, I mean, far exceeded what he had in Brooklyn. Not to mention the traffic on Atlantic Avenue. Don't get me started with that. What I'm saying to you is this. You asked the question as to why he would want to leave. Well, I not only do I have uh, 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 Daryl Morey in in Philly, I got Joel Embiid there, and I got a man that'll do anything for me. So it's it's, It's a better relationship. relationship. You, of all people who lives off of relationships, knows the answer to that question. How you acting like you don't know? Stop that. Stop that. Take a share. Absolutely. Absolutely. Come on, bro. You... The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle. Because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider. And also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On Stephen A's side, oh, because y'all dudes like, yo, y'all sensitive. Oh, why he saying this about First of all, Shady, let's be clear. Eat your food. We, don't, we don't, talking don't let, just don't let Brandon fool you. Don't let him fool you. He on my side, too. No, I ain't. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let's be crazy. Then, with the James Harden, he's like, yo, you talked about how he ain't the same, this and that, and the third. He wasn't. In Philadelphia, I'm there. They feel the same way. I but mean, they ain't like that you said that. I'm like, well, what's he supposed to say? What are you supposed to say? How do you like Stephen A so much? Because. Come on, bro. The like, same problem when we meet other players, right? And y'all be Google Gaga, how y'all doing? And I'm like, hey, what's up? I respect. Oh, oh, oh. Let me finish. Explain who you say, how we be what? Yeah. I respect people. Oh, you know what I mean? Oh, the the let, let me finish real quick. <laughs> I, res- I respect everybody. <laughs> go, go, go. My thing is, yo, 
if a dude ain't like that and I say it, they be mad at me. Like, why? Bro ain't like that. Bro can't play like that. That don't say it. Why not? <laughs> Y'all say we got a couple boxers that they, they are fighting. And I'm Where's like, yo, your heart? I say, yo, where's your heart? Biased. Where's your heart? He don't fight no more. Where's your heart? Like, don't say that. Why? Because. What do you mean? Where's your heart, Stephen? Hey? Where's his heart? LaShawn, Shady McCoy. Right These boys, been, they've been doing this since they were six years old. And then all of a sudden, you make it on the biggest stage. Ben Simmons make it on the biggest stage. Oh, my God. Maybe, I don't know. I, I like Ben Simmons. My dog. Yeah. Maybe got the yips. I don't know. I like him. But do we oh, need to crush him every day, Stephen A., for two weeks in a row? When's enough enough? Oh <laughs> uh, well, let me let me give me give you some insight in the Maybe first. Even in day. Denver. Let me give you, let me let me give you some insight in the first day. The Broncos. Number one. First rule of business in the world of the media is that you talk about what's relevant. Right. If Ben Simmons wasn't making headlines, I wouldn't have talked about. about it. That's true. That's number one. Okay. It's not like you know I didn't I didn't go. In the work every day, looking to talk about yeah, Ben Simmons. You could have stopped it. You, Stephen A. Wait a minute. Oh, I could have stopped it, but then I'm not addressing the subjects that the audience wants me to address. Right. Because via social media, via calls, via via you know other law forms of communication, where they're reaching out to you, talking to you about what they want to talk about, you get an indication every day. Just so you know, with first take, I get the ratings every day. So let's say, for example, Brandon Marshall comes in from 10 to 10.15 and Pat comes in from 11 to 11.15 and you come in from 11.30 to 11.45. The next day, I literally have the ratings of what you did each segment. Mm. So the audience is telling us, this is what we want to hear. Right. Okay? You think I like talking about the Cowboys as much as I do? I was just going to ask you that. You think I like that? That's a whole nother conversation. I mean, I mean, don't get yeah. me started. Yes, yes, I mean, you know, you why do you, you talk about my Cowboys? Yes, I love Jerry. Bruh, stay off of Jerry world, man. I love, I love we love Jerry. Jerry. I love Jerry. Come I love on, Jerry. man. I love Jerry. Come on. I love Jerry. Let me tell you why you do it. Let me tell you why you do it. Sure. He's smart. Biggest market, football market. Who is it? Cowboys. It's the Cowboys. Not only what, football. What, what matter? He just talked about the business. I mean, when he every, talked about the ratings, every platform that's talks about the Cowboys that. like crazy. And, and and that's a that's a tough that's a tough conversation for me because it's like, and they give you a, a lot you, to you talk about. You can say this year, you know what? They got it. <laughs> they got it. But you ain't doing that because why? You want to continue to hold this stand so you can continue to have this lower. That's that's not fair. That's not me. That ain't fair. No, the subject tackling the subject. That's business. What I say is me. Right. Right. Don't nothing dictate what I say, but the information. I happen to believe that the Dallas Cowboy fan base <laughs> is the most disgusting, nauseated oh fan base God. in the history of America. Over they the get on my dinner. Worse than the Eagles? Yeah, the Eagles. Yeah, the Eagles? Come on, bro. Yeah, listen, listen, when the Eagles stink, the fans know it. Let them know, too. I'm a Knicks fan. Damn it, I know how awful they are. Okay, don't get me started with them damn Jets. Okay, don't get me started with them. But let me tell you something. The Cowboys could go 1 and 15. This season could end on January 5th at 7 p.m. <laughs> at 7.30, they like this. You know we're going to win the Super Bowl next, next year, right? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, just, it just drives me nuts. It has nothing to do with the Cowboys as an organization. It has nothing to do with Jerry Jones. I love Jerry Jones. I just did a, I taped a commercial for them. Me and Jerry Jones. I have a blast with I love them. See, but them damn Cowboys fans, them damn Cowboys fans, those fans, they get on my damn nerves, and I mean that. I mean that. How, how do you handle this, though? So, like, sure. some people take you the wrong way, right? Yeah. Well, a lot of athletes take you the wrong way. Sure. So when you out and about with your, your friends, yeah. or, or if you got a wife, a lady, whatever it yeah. is, 
in public, when you see these these people, right? Is there a competition? Is there do you something? Yo, listen, I will tell you this. There's a couple of athletes, there's been confrontation. Like confrontation, like approached you? Yeah. Like a yeah, man, yeah. Jones run up on you, or just like a hey, how you hey, no, no, oh, no, hold no. on, let me tell you. I did catch him though. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> let me tell you this story right quick. <laughs> so me and my wife, we in the car, you know, <laughs> right across. We on Rodeo Drive. We just coming from the Louis Vuitton store. Right. We ducked off, you know what I'm saying? I see. I said, oh, shit. Mm. I know that face right there. <laughs> I see, you see Steve walking on across here. I jump out in the car. I think I kind of smooth. I said, hey, hey, hey. He's like, okay, goddamn it. What's up, man? <laughs> Which I thought was like, like hilarious, but like, I'm quite sure. And like you just said, the people like, want to know. Have you been approached, yeah. you know? Yeah, I mean, listen, man, I've had verbal confrontations, you know, ain't not physical. Um, I'm not stupid enough to believe that I could beat some of these brothers as big as their asses are. But I would tell you this in all seriousness. I ain't running. Oh. I say what I mean and I mean what I say. And there isn't, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. There is not a single athlete who can ever approach me that says they looked at me and I wished for them to fail. Right, right. A yeah. lot of times I'm getting on them because I'm mad at them for messing up the opportunity. You know that when we had conversations, but I wrote up and that's why I got so much love for Pac because you know how hardcore Pac can be. And he's and he's straight up. And I walked up to him, what the hell are you doing? And he looked at me and he saw somebody that didn't want him to fail. Yeah. I wasn't enjoying his struggles. Right, right. I wasn't enjoying what he was going through. I'm not that dude, especially when it comes to the brothers. I'm yeah. not, listen, I'm not anti anything, but I'm pro black as hell. I love my brothers. And I want us all to do well. And if I see cats getting in their own way, it affects me. Because I'm like, you know the game. You know the system. You know how it's going to come at you. You know where the minefields are. You know what the pitfalls are. You know what's going down. Maneuver your way around this. Don't let, don't let them get you. Right. And so when I see cats that ain't doing that, it drives me nuts. Because I'm like, you worked all your life to be in this position, to avoid falling down that pit hole and you letting it happen anyway. Why are you doing that? And to me, the kind of platform that I have, the position that I'm in, I'm in a position where I can tell it to them because y'all know this for a fact. You can pull me to the side off the record yeah. and I'm happy to give you advice. Yeah. I'm happy to tell you this is what I went through. I've been in the newsroom for 30 years, bro. I kind of know how they think. I kind of know what <laughs> stories are coming. I could tell you 10 miles away. This is coming. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember I ran into Beast Mode. Beast Mode and I was doing a commercial together. By the time I finished talking to Beast Mode, Beast Mode like, yo, dog, that, that, that's real, man. I didn't know. Because I was sitting there telling them like, yo, I'm, give, I'm looking out. I'm like, I don't have everybody's number. I'm on the air like, listen, I'm looking at them like, look at me. Listen to me. I'm telling you. I'm getting it from somewhere. Pay attention. Stop being mad at, at my words. Pay attention to what I'm saying. Because mm, I'm tells. looking out. Because I'm not going to be in a position where I can't look out if you let this oh, go any oh, further. Hey, hey, you hey, ain't hey, throwing hey, over hey, their right. hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm shit, saying. I can't I do that. I hope y'all caught that hold right on, there. You ain't, you ain't never said that. looking out like I that. I hope they caught that right no, there. No, yeah, you just said, oh, oh my God. I got chills with that one right there. You know? 
and y'all know this. All you got to do, if they you want to rewind that, if you want to rewind it, I was like, I'm saying like, I'm like, that really was what you were telling me. I understood everything. It took me a little while. I guess, I guess, that was. I'm like, they just the phone. Thing would be like, why can't you do that? But can you do that? That's his job. What about what about just picking up the phone quietly? But sometimes do I do. I don't have everybody's number. Right. Like if I, let's, look, hypothetically, oh. hypothetically, Brandon Marshall get in trouble. Yeah. It's nine o'clock. Well, then I got going at ten. I I don't have time to catch you. I can catch. You see what I'm saying? But. Half the cats I can't catch like that. Right, right. Half the time, you know, they so they so large, you know, they don't even answer you when you call, <laughs> right. but they answer you when they got something to complain about. Right. Well, I reached out to you. You see what I'm saying? This stuff going on now, I ain't gonna tell y'all about in the media with athletes. Oh, I DM'd them, I called them, but you're gonna be pissed off next week if you see me talk about you. <laughs> but I told you, right. I called you right. to give you a heads up and to say, yo, give me your explanation as to why this happened. So I'll have your perspective when I go on the air. Right, right. If you didn't get back to me, that's your damn problem. Right. You know, I, you can only do but so much, bro. And you can't let you can't you can't let athletes off the hook all the damn time. You just can't do that. I wanted to ask him. Um, Skip said the other day that Baker Mayfield. So I don't. I don't. Me personally, I don't understand how in the hell he came up with this. Mm -hmm. that Baker Mayfield has been the most unfair treated athlete as far as media-wise. First of all, do you agree with it? No. Second of all, who do you think has been unfairly treated the most? That's a real damn, that's a damn good question. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. Um, when I think about people who've been unfairly treated, I think about Serena Williams. I think about LeBron LeBron for sure. Because even when LeBron I've been, Kyrie. even when I've been, no, I don't believe Kyrie has been mistreated. I do not believe that. Been uh, LeBron, lately, LeBron. LeBron definitely has been mistreated. I get on LeBron James about his game, whether you shoot from the perimeter or you're struggling from the free throw line. I don't get on the man that is LeBron James, who's an incredible role model. The best and, role and, model and, we've and, ever and seen. This, this dude is something special. And, and we should all, we gonna miss him when he gone, what he means to the world of sports. I think, believe it or not, I think Russell Westbrook is mistreated. Mm. But it's partially his fault. Explain. Russell Explain Westbrook is a good brother, man. Heart's in the right place. Wants to do a lot of things for his community and what have you. That doesn't get talked about enough. The problem with Russell Westbrook is that he's so damn stubborn. And he's got this chip on his shoulder like people actually did something to him. Right. And I'm looking at it like, who did something? Right, right, right. If we talk about you turning the ball over, or we talking about the fact that, Joe, you got to improve your jump shot, it ain't like we don't know you're going to the Hall of Fame. Right, right, right. It ain't like we don't know you a league MVP and a walking triple-double, but this component matters because you got Steph waiting and Dame Dollar waiting, and now John ja Morant's coming. You mm. see, it's like when I'm talking to y'all about y'all, obviously y'all are better than us because y'all are creme de la creme. What we're doing is comparing you to your contemporaries. Yeah. And we're saying... If you're going to do this, you got to get past that dude. Right, right. And so when we say you ain't ready, we saying 
you ain't ready for him. You can't shoot 65% from the free throw line and 23% from the three-point line, mm. right. and you're going to beat Steph Curry. Right, right, right. That's not going to happen. That is not an assault on your character. Right. That's just talking about your game. And so, again, people climb on him, I think, a little bit too much because he always shows up. He always puts in the work. Always he plays. never cheats right. the game with his effort. None of that. But he got to understand, we just talking about your game. That other stuff, nobody got no business talking to you about that. But about your game, that's fair game. So, so you brought up LeBron James. Yes. Go back there. Who would you say treats LeBron James the worst? Of course, I think no one's more critical of LeBron James than Skip Bayless. Right. What I will tell you is, he ain't playing. Oh, he mean it. Oh, he mean it. He mean There's it. There's no way he can mean it. Yeah, he does. You know why? Because his measuring stick, and I used to say this to MJ. Skip too. His measuring stick was MJ. And I'll never forget this. This, And, and you'll appreciate this story. You'll appreciate this story real quick. This quick real story about Skip Bayless. It's an all-timer. It's 2005. Skip and I are in the same studio, but in different, like different, we're in the same building, but a different studio. We tape in Sports Center. And I forgot what the story was about, but somebody got in trouble. And Skip Baylor said, athletes should have an 11 p.m. curfew. <laughs> All athletes should have an 11 p.m. curfew. They shouldn't be allowed out after 11 p.m. And he said, even in the off season, there should be restrictions. Okay. Nothing, and they shouldn't be, and they should be banned from clubs, nightclubs. Yeah. He said they shouldn't be allowed, not banned. He said they shouldn't be allowed to go to nightclubs. Right? Shady wouldn't have made and so it. I'm having a ball. <laughs> I'm having a blast. I'm having a blast. And I'm screaming in the television, how old are you, Skip? How old are you? Are you kidding me? And I'm laughing. I'm having a good right. time. We finished taping the segment Sunday morning. Bob Lee is hosting. The great Bob Lee host that's what. Yeah, wow. And Skip and I walk out the studio, and I'm laughing. Yo, man. That's a good segment, man. That was funny. Skip walked out of the studio. He looked, at, he looked around. Looked at my face. I'm serious. <laughs> he said, nothing good comes from an athlete being out after 11 o'clock at night. And that's when I that's knew. Bull crap. And that's when I knew. That's when I knew that if we were ever together, we were going to blow up. Because I said, you can't make this up. Because I'll never agree. With anything he says, <laughs> I never agree with him. I'm like, you got to be crazy. So, but he meant it. So two things. Yeah. What you just said, that's when you knew. So tell the story of how it became. That's one. And two. How it became? How it became. You and Skip come together. How did y'all yeah. come together? How did that work? And then also, do you miss him? Well, first of so all, that's, that's the to, whole... answer the, to answer the second question, I'm always missing my man. Because for, for the purposes of a debate show, Oh, my Lord, he's a godsend. Because I'll never agree with him. Right. I, mean, I walk in every day knowing we're going to disagree. Right. For a debate show? <laughs> oh, it don't get no better than right. Skip. So why it don't get no better than Skip, then? right? Why y'all break up? Well, money. I mean, Fox came and offered them a boatload of money. So why didn't what? ESPN step up? Because me and you because, were talking about that. Okay, exactly they what you said. Money. Because ESPN felt they didn't have to for whatever reason. But to answer your first question. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> to, answer, to answer your first they, question. They, they, they see who's still there. see who's still there. No, no, okay. I'm not saying nothing like that. They just been, listen, listen, worldwide leader, they worldwide leader for a reason. They know how to, they know how to, 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 they know how to, to pick spend the best. judicious, they know no, how to, to pick spend the best. judiciously. Trust me, 
Oh, <laughs> trust me. I, 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 I should get more money. I'm unapologetic about that. Hell, I'm still underpaid. Yeah, okay. Let's be clear. They don't listen. They ain't giving away money so like that. So how that work? So how does but, that work? How does negotiation work? Y'all want to be in our business. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, let's, let's hear go. the him and Skip thing go. first. Skip comes to me in 2012. The show is doing well because he's riding that Tebow thing. He feels passionate because he's a huge Tebow fan. Yeah, yes. And the show was doing well, but Skip is a competitor and he wasn't satisfied. And so Skip is like, listen, this story is fine, but I need you because you're the only one I trust. Cause we went back, we've known each other previously for a decade earlier. He said, you're the only one that I trust to do this every day with me and I need you. And he knew that I wasn't too keen on doing it initially. Right. I was really stuck on the NBA. I love my basketball and I hate getting up early. And he was like, he said, let's just do this for three years. And he was doing well, but he said he needed me because he needed somebody that was there with him every day who he could trust. Mm. And so he said, I think we gonna knock it out the park. Hey, and he said, there's nobody like us. And he got, and that's how it happened. So if you talking about when you guys left out, yeah. I started to like you and Max Kellum a little bit. Yeah. And I seen that you guys split up. You had so many different rumors. So what happened with that? How'd well, we all know, we all know what I said. Um, I felt well, that tell us, I, tell felt, us. I felt we weren't the right pair for each other. Okay. I think that Max is a real good guy, man. He's smart as hell, knows his boxing, knows various other sports. But when you have a debate show, right. it's about a chemistry with each right. other, the vibe off of one another, the yin to the yang, opposites attract, and all of that other stuff. And I didn't feel that that was what was going on, and I felt that the show was getting a bit stale. And so for me, I just said, I know the brother is great at what he does. I got a lot of respect for him. I like him a lot because he's a really, really good guy. But as it pertained to us working together, right. I didn't feel that we were the right pair. And you, and made, so and you made that call to him like, hey, I don't I made, I, No, I made it very, very clear yeah. to them. That's how I felt. It's their call, but I said, this is how I feel. Did you, did you let Max know you was having that conversation? I didn't let him know about the conversation, but he knew on many occasions that's exactly how the hell I felt. I made sure he, I made sure of that. <laughs> like, I mean, it wasn't no surprise. Hey, you see how they, how they be grilling us and asking those questions? Yeah, it's getting trouble. You want to sit down with Steve? Yeah, now you're in the hot seat. Come out, Did you call Steph Curry? Come on, fire him up. First of all, first of all, I came to be in the hot seat. Sir, this is our show. And I ain't running. What did you say to the people that came on the show? If you on my show, I talk first. That's right. Did you call him right? Did you call him? Steph, you blame? Katie didn't call Steph Curry left. Did you call my man? He said no, no, he said no. They're going to get you a quick. Oh, my <laughs> God. They're going to say, damn. No, oh, I that's did. funny, though. Yo. I did it because I had about 30 conversations prior to that. Right. He oh. knew exactly where I stood. Broadcasters, where do you stack up against the greatest of all time? I have no clue. Yo, do I, you think but, about that? No. I know I'm one of the best. Right. I know I'm one of the best ever. Yeah. Where I rank, I leave for somebody else to decide. But when you take into account Info, personality, relationships. Yeah. relationships, the you know the multitude of sports that I cover, right. the fact that I can be a pundit or a commentator or a host or an insider or a co-host, the versatility that I bring to the table, you can find a boatload of people that do one or the other of or those things better than me. But the totality of it all, right. all that it encompasses, do I believe one, that I'm one of the best ever? Yes, I do. He's, in, he's involved that? I, I would, I, yes, I, would I, I, would, I agree I with that. Earlier, I right? mean, I feel like 
him and Skip kind of created a whole nother space. You saw FS1 built their whole network off of that, their debate show. That's so. true. That is true. Skip I, is I, I give them love, but what you about to say? Is it one thing that you haven't covered that you got an itch that you might want to jump into? I, 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 I can't even think of what you haven't covered. No. No. I've done everything um, I, in terms of coverage. Yeah. I've covered everything that I've wanted to cover. Um, and I do now what I love doing. And that's really providing a perspective and making sure that I give a voice to a lot of people that otherwise may not have one. Um, and I take pride in all of that. I take pride in what y'all are doing because I feel like, you know, I've been told that I'm one of the people that has opened those floodgates yeah, because my personality sure. has yeah. allowed for the, the new industry to embrace. Yeah. And I'm good with it. So what I you're like saying, that. I want to go back to, you know, I, I talked about your top five all time. You said, well, whatever. Who did you study? Who, you know, like as an athlete, I can watch Terrell Owens. I can watch Ocho yeah. Cinco. I can watch Reggie. I idolized Ray. Howard Cosell, yeah. Bryant okay. Gumbel, um, Bob Costas, Stuart Scott, God rest his soul. Um, you know, those names definitely come to mind. When you look at Howard Cosell, for example, uh, his vernacular, his vocabulary, uh, his distinctive voice, you yep. knew it was him whenever you heard him. Right. Plus, he had something to say. And plus, his support for Muhammad Ali at a time when the world man. didn't want to acknowledge right. that Muhammad Ali should be called Muhammad Ali. I respected that. That's number one. When I think about Brian Gumbel, versatility jumps out of my mind. This man was the host of the Today Show. He was the host of NFL Today. Um, he could do it all. Another person I idolized was Ed Bradley, the late Ed Bradley, God rest his soul, who was hosting, you know, who was a reporter for 60 Minutes because of the level of substance that he had. He opened right, his right. mouth, he had something to say. Bob Costas is a legend, and we knew what he did. It didn't matter whether he was covering basketball, baseball, football, it didn't matter. He could do it all. And that versatility was something that I prided myself, that, that, that I respected, uh, tr I still respect tremendously. And of course, the great Stuart Scott. Um, of course, I can't leave out the John Saunders of the world. I've idolized my partner on the NBA countdown, Mike Wilbon, for years because he yeah. wore incredible yes, columns right. yep. for the Washington Post and stuff like that. But when Phenomenal. I think about Stuart Scott, Stuart Scott, what made him so important is that he's the pioneer of what people try to give me credit for yep. today, which I really don't deserve. Yeah, I get you saying. Stuart Scott was the dude Any of that swag that, made, that right. swag that yeah. he brought to the airwaves. Yeah. It opened the doors for others to receive consideration. I don't know if I'm let into the corridors of ESPN if it wasn't for what Stuart Scott yeah, did. Right, that's love. And so love. I appreciate that's that. Love. No disrespect, I think you're, you're, you're super crazy with the basketball. I think you're good at everything else. I think you're good, but I think basketball was like your thing, and you know that. No. Your top five basketball players right now. Oh, all you're talking in the game right now, right all, now. all right time. Now. We want both. All time, we want all all time. time. right now, all and time. right now. Okay, top five players all time: Michael Jordan, number one. I like that. LeBron James, number two. Oh, thank you. Um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, number three. Um, guys, I don't want to leave out Bill Russell, 11-time champion. Yep, yep. What he had to go through in Boston to be on the court to win two back-to-back -back -back championships as a player coach yeah. in Boston, the mental matters. And when you go out on the court and you're able to do what he did. See, a lot of two people talk about Will Chamberlain. Well, 
Bill Russell had 11 titles. Yeah. Wilt Chamberlain had two. They in the same oh era. God. Even though Wilt was dominant, I can't give it to Wilt when the man that you was going up against primarily got nine more titles yeah, than you. That's a lot. I just can't do that. Right. So I got to put Bill Russell up in there. At four? Um, at four. Um, I would tell you, damn, I think about Kobe. I think about Magic Johnson. Cole. So just for, for the, for, you got one more person. Four. Four. Yeah. Steph Curry's up in there too. Steph I'm gonna Curry, go with Steph Irvin Magic. Huh? No, no. I'm gonna go with Irvin Magic Johnson. As your fifth over Kobe. Okay, so, so Kobe didn't even make the top five. Right. I don't like that last one. But all right. Can I tell you why? why? Oh no, you don't have to tell me. I agree with you. Kobe doesn't make the top five because Kobe was measured against MJ, and MJ played the same position, had the same style of play, and MJ was number one. Right. And so for me, when I think about Magic, even though Kobe was a better individual talent. Kobe didn't lead and galvanize to the degree that Magic did. Right. Magic was the dude that got everybody else better, that got everybody else on their game. Kobe would drop 80 on you. Right, right. But Magic would accumulate 80 by having 20 points and 20 assists and making sure Magic this dude, this dude, yeah, and that Magic dude nice. got fed. Right, and right. it led to nine, five championships and nine title appearances. That's why. Okay, so right now, you ain't the other one. Top five players? Right now. I'm going to still say LeBron is there. I'm going to tell you KD is there. I'm going to tell you Giannis is, this, is there. Is order or no order? No yes. order. Okay. LeBron, KD, KD Giannis. Giannis, Steph Curry. Steph, Steph Curry, there. definitely. Right. I got to tell you, even though everybody loves Jokic because his numbers is great, and I got to give him consideration from a talent perspective. If his numbers, we going with Jokic. If his talent, I'm going with Embiid. Mm. I, love, I like Embiid. I like Embiid. With Embiid. I, I said two, well, damn, two years ago, he was the most dominant player Who? in basketball. Not the best. And B? And B. Man, they playing with B, nice, man. Like, I mean, he should have made first thing, team, like, all NBA, down, MVP. Yeah. Handle, move like Elijah play big, shoot, shoot three. Shoot three. Can shoot free throws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, by the way, it's crazy. Can I address the weed issue? <laughs> can we address the weed Get issue? The weed. Can we do that? Get off the weed, Yes. I'm from Hollis, Queens, bro. New York City. My family's from here. You think I don't have relatives that smoke weed? Believe you think it. I don't have boys that smoke some weed? Okay. I've never said a word about somebody smoking weed if it ain't costing them money. My issue is how the hell money. are you sitting there? You worked all your life to get here. Yeah. And you gonna blow six figures. Seven figures on weed. Mama I ain't never, you. I've never seen a joint that cost that much in my life. So what about this case, That's though? what I've said. So what about this case? So like, I, just was, I don't have no problem with people so we, smoking we weed. We got in the art, I mean, a, a debate earlier in the car, and here we go. Brandon was like, well, what if somebody, it's, it's an issue where, um, addiction. Uh, addiction. Josh Gordon. Right. Addiction. Josh Gordon, bro. Okay. Yeah, you know, someone okay. fighting back. So what, what do you think about that? Should the league change its stance, right? Because like you can tell, we can tell, we can tell a guy like that, like, stay off the weed. We can tell a guy like that, the NFL, look, you know, this is our rules. We know you got a problem, but we're going to throw you to the side. Come back when you're okay. We're okay. going to put you in this program, okay. but come back when you're right. okay. Well, let me answer that. You don't with, think they should I know what he's finna say. say. If you, you don't, say that, go you work say that for with somebody else. <laughs> it's not just about go work with somebody else. Let me say this to you. <clears throat> we all fathers here, right? Right. So, Daddy, I don't like this rule. 
why don't you change this? Mm. You got rules. It's your house. These are the rules of the game. You're going to be in my house. <laughs> I don't take this that is how, This is how, this is how you're going to do that. That's this is how, this how you're going to do it. I'm not saying everything. We love people. We want to take care of them. We modify stuff from time to time. But for the most part, there has to be order. Yeah. If there's right. no order, it's mayhem. And then everybody runs amok and do what they want to do. So if you can't control yourself, there's a million cats out here who want to <laughs> be in your position who will. Right. Said said that. What you going to do? Right. That's the point. We can't. It's not about a specific situation. It's about the overall macro perspective. You don't get to do what you want to do when you got your hand out for somebody else's stuff. Right. You have to capitulate to some degree. We're not helping our society if you're going to sit up there and try to encourage people not to capitulate to nothing because they're going to lose. Right, right. Why would we teach that when we know we're sending somebody down a dead hill, down a dead end? Why would we do that? Yeah. And that's where you see me on the air, that's when I'm getting pissed. Right, right, when I'm people afraid. are not seeing the big picture because I'm going like this. You getting away with it because you special. You getting away. Man, I know athletes, man, that got calls from general managers and president of basketball operations and they answer the phone. And they're like, damn, what you doing? You called me? You on my time. I'm on my weed break. You understand what I'm saying? And my attitude is, who can get away with that? That ain't football, though. You strong, confident, all that stuff. Come on, man. You get an opportunity right now to apologize to two people. Apologize. Yes. I'm pushing the conversation forward. You talked about weed. To apologize about... to who? I went a little too far. Oh. Come on, two people. Anybody for you? But you want to apologize to so if you had You get some? your opportunity right now. Glenn. Big Dog Robinson. Oh, Big Dog Robinson. Um, He's nice. We had our beefs years ago because I, you know, I felt like he got a brother fired and it was unfair. But we took it too far. And I remember, I forgot which city I was in, but his son was playing. And I walked up on his son and I said, I want you to know I'm rooting for you. And I want you to know that whatever went on with me and your dad, I was wrong. That's because right. I might have thought I had a point, but I don't want you walking around thinking that somebody is thinking this way about your daddy. Right. It was just a disagreement. And I should not have allowed it to get as mm -hmm. far as it got. So I want you to know that if I see your father face to face, I'm going to apologize to him. And if I don't see him face to face, I'm going to walk in that faith with you knowing that I will never be unfair to you and I will never hold anything against you or your dad. And I don't want your dad to ever think that I would do that to you because that's just two grown men that got a little out of hand because of that incident. And I told Glenn Robinson III that to his face. I haven't seen his dad since, but... I let that go. I'm the professional. I'm in the media. The fact of the matter is I could have stopped that. Right. And right, I didn't. Right. So right, that's right, that's on me. Right. So that was a big thing. That's number one. Um, number two, I will honestly tell you. It's Iverson. Iverson. Alan Iverson. That's my man. Uh, we're still tight. We talk at least twice a right, month, the right. whole bit. But. We got so much love for each other. I should have took off my reporter hat years before 
I actually did. And been more invasive, been more in his face. Because I was one of the few people who could do that to him. And he would actually listen. You see what I'm saying? Because right, right. he knew other than a quote or a story, I ain't want nothing from him, you know? Right. And he's come a long way. He's so much better now. But so much that he went through in his life, obviously I can't say whether I could have helped him avoid it or not because you're a grown man and you're going to do what you do. But I think I could have been more of a big brother. I just got so much love for him. He affects me in a way that no athlete has because I know where his heart is. I know what this brother has been through. I know what people have put him through and they put him through so much stuff for this brother to be standing today, to interview him, to talk to him. If y'all talk to him and stuff like yeah, that, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, yeah. I, I mean, you, I mean, this brother has been through hell right. and you know, he's got friends, he's got people in his life or whatever, but we're like brothers. Right. And we're like that now. I wish I had embraced it sooner. I never forget one time when he was mad at me, they had some info on him. He was partying when he was supposed to be with his family or whatever. And I wrote the sto story oh, about man. how he needed to not party. I didn't get deep. I just said, you can't be partying. You know, they watching you. And he was so offended about it. We didn't talk for like two years. And I was hearing he was in Atlanta and people talk about he's looking for me and all that stuff. So I ended up going down there looking for him. Like, what are you looking for me? Me? What, I'm supposed <laughs> yeah. to be your boy? What are you talking about? <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? And I went into all the stuff that I knew that I never said. Mm. And how could you have this attitude? And he looked me in the face, man. And he said, I'm give a damn about the story. It's that your name was on a byline. All he cared about was that he saw it was by me. And that was when it, it hit me, our relationship is different. He expects something different from me, you know? And I knew that. And it was like, there's a variety of ways that I can go into a lot of things doing what I do. But it reminded me of the importance. Those you have an opportunity to cultivate a relationship with, do it. And that don't mean I'm not gonna do my job, but I'm skilled enough to do my job yeah. and still be sensitive right. to you. If you talk to me and you let me know, nobody tells all the details, all their business. I'm not telling you all my business, but we can talk to each other in a real authentic way without revealing everything that gives you enough info so you know where our heart lies, where our soul lies. And when you know that, then you could go about the business of doing that, doing your job in a way that people might not like, but they ain't offended. You might not like what I say, but if you know me and I know you, you ain't gonna be offended by where I'm coming from because that perspective is what I'm gonna take with me when I'm giving, when I'm saying something about you. Right. Could that be Kyrie? No. Mm. I, here, listen, I'm gonna tell you this right now. I'm gonna say it like this. <laughs> I got mad respect, mad respect for Kyrie and I'm gonna dial it back big time. I'm a dollar back on Kyrie big Here time. But this is all I'm going to say. Kyrie and his dad know where I come from and what I did for them. They know what issue I have with them. They can sit up there and talk all the stuff that they want to talk. And I'm not going to dog Kyrie. 
because he's a good brother. So I'm not I'm not I'm not knocking him as a brother. I'm not knocking him as a man. I'm not knocking him as a person. When I talk about him as a basketball player, my only critique is you got to show up to work. <laughs> but on a personal level, right. They know what they did. So 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 and to end the show to end the show, I got one more name. Yes. Jay Cutler. Jay you wrong Cutler. for that. He killed my man. You don't want to oh, apologize please. to Jay? Hell no. Hell wrong with you. <laughs> you should be apologizing to me for Jay Cutler. <laughs> Jay I Cutler. don't know Jay Cutler from a can of paint. I never met him. It ain't nothing personal. All I said to you was that he wasn't reliable. And that has been factual. It's been that's, proven. That's, I just gave you him owe me, You owe me an apology because you went because you went and you defended it. You see, that's what you do. You defend the quarterbacks you play to. That's what that's you do. That's your quarterback. That's your quarterback. You ain't crying about it, but that's what you do. Come on, man. Give Jay a break, man, in the show, man. Tell him, Jay. Say something nice about Jay Cutler. Jay, I listened to him one time uh, doing a broadcast, a game. You got a future in broadcasting. Congratulations. He called games? He did two years ago, then walked away. Hopefully, get back. He got an arm. He got an arm. He do got an arm. But anybody that's going to take himself out of an NFC Championship game to pedal on a bicycle, but you can't get in the pocket and fling the football, (laughs) hell no. I'm not doing that. NFC Championship game. We know that J.J. Reddish is, is now your guy. He's on your team, right? make him nervous. That, that, look, that you, that you brought Nobody him Nobody makes me nervous. It was, it was something that um, he said about, um, who was that? What player? Bob Cousy. Bob Cousy. How you feel about the response from Jerry West? Because I loved it. Well, Jerry West has a right to respond because he's a champion, went to the finals nine times. And he's one of the greatest executives in the history of basketball who played in that era. And he was a monster when he played. So he has the credibility to come back and clap back at J.J. Reddick or anybody else for that matter any damn time he wants to. I understood where J.J. Reddick was coming from because you got a lot of today's player in the modern day era that believes like we're far more advanced now than we were then. Right. I get that. And I think there's a point to that, which is why I sort of agree with J.J. Reddick initially. But then when I. Yes, I did initially. But then when I heard the response, it reminded me about history. And I said, let's respect history. There's going to be cats that come along 20, 30 years from now in the NFL that would have watched tape of Shady and Pac-Man and B. Marsh, okay? That's going to learn from the things that y'all did and it elevates their level of play because there were things that they didn't know about until they watched y'all. There were things that y'all didn't know about until you watched your predecessors. People who are pioneers must always be revered because we would never know what to do if it were not for them. I'm doing what well, I brought up Howard Cosell and Brian Gumbel yeah. and Bob Costas right. and Stuart Scott and people like that. Well, damn, if they never were around, right. how would I have known that it was okay to be me on national television every day? That's what you got to respect. Only, only thing about that I got to add, I, I feel you, right? Right. But, like, I hate when players be, be, be so critical of other players that was really, really great, and you was regular. Everybody you talk about is great. Commentators, right? Right. He right. nowhere on his level right. to be ta- talking like that. Well, you can look at it. And that's what Jerry, uh, Jerry was saying. That's true. He was like, oh, he right. said, what he average his career? What do you do? That's true. You you shot the ball. He had a skill to shoot the ball, but you wasn't like no player like that. So take it easy. Well, that's fair. But the flip side is this: big talk. When you have a bunch of people who are giving commentary, who didn't play the game at all, how does somebody who did play the game not qual- be not be qualified to say what they say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, it's like you can't have it both ways. Like you 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 can go. 
a baseball player could go up to Bob Costas and say, who are you? And Bob Costas could give baseball credentials. Right, right, okay. Because that was his lane. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Now, J.J. Redick wasn't the player in his era that Bob Cousy was in his. But he's being paid to dissect and analyze the game of basketball, and he's qualified to do it because he played on that level and he knows the game. So, again, but the flip side is Jerry West would have never came at me like that because I never tried to be on that level. Right, right. You see right, what I'm right, saying? Right, so, in other words, right, right, that's right, like right, a yeah. culture thing. Like, as players, that's ball players, as players, you, yeah, have that's the, players. you have the right. Yeah. To say that about players, right. okay? That's players. Like to challenge players on that point, we don't. Like I couldn't sit up there and say that JJ doesn't have the right to say that about Bob Cousy, but but a player Jerry can West can. But Jerry West and JJ Reddick can't tell me that I don't have the right to say what I'm saying because I'm coming from a different lane. I'm a broadcaster. Ball player, it's a ball player yeah, thing. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. y'all feel so that. Everybody knowing their lane. Yeah, I got you. Everybody knowing their lane. Thank you. Now you get out the hot seat. He can get off, he can get off the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> I showed up. Wow, that was great. We appreciate that. Thank you so much. Ooh, that gonna be juicy. Thank you so much. We had to fight to get a meal. Yeah, wrongfully accused. We had to fight to get a pill. That's why we right to get a deal. He on the team, he gotta eat, you know. Despite the skills, fat. Keep it riding for the fam. You gotta like the wooden wheels straight up. But in the past, bad. Work up in the trash bag. I'll pass a lot to take the test before I pass class. Yeah, and my family needed bread. I had to come correct. That's why I keep airing it out like I just passed gas. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.